The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. President Biden sanctioned four Israeli settlers. We're learning why more women than men suffer from autoimmune diseases. And Apple released a computer you can wear on your face. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Hannah Jewell. It's Friday, February 2nd. Happy Groundhog Day. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one, President Biden imposed sanctions on four Israeli settlers in the West Bank. Biden signed the executive order yesterday. It targets Israelis who the administration says have committed violence against Palestinians. The West Bank is a Palestinian territory. But unlike Gaza, it's home to many controversial and in many cases illegal Israeli settlements. And there's been a dramatic increase in violence from settlers since Hamas's October 7th attack on Israel. Yesterday's order blocks the four Israelis from accessing U.S. property, assets, and the U.S. financial system. The sanctions are similar to those imposed on people designated as terrorists. The order is Biden's first significant act against Israelis since the war in Gaza began. He's faced growing criticism for supporting Israel's military campaign from some Democrats in the Senate, government employees, and from voters. That includes the large population of Arab Americans in Michigan. Biden made his first campaign stop in that crucial swing state yesterday. Number two, European Union leaders agreed to a $54 billion lifeline for Ukraine. A huge aid package was signed off yesterday after Hungary's far-right leader dropped his opposition. The money will be delivered over the next four years. The first part could arrive as soon as next month. This aid from Europe could be crucial. Ukraine's battlefield progress against Russian forces has stalled after nearly two years of fighting. And further support from the U.S. looks uncertain. A $60 billion aid package for Ukraine is being blocked by Republicans in Congress as they demand stricter policies at the U.S. border. A teenager was accused of making hundreds of swatting calls around the country. That's number three. Alan Fillion is 17 years old, and this week he was accused of running a swatting service since 2022. Swatting calls are fake emergency calls that are designed to draw a large police response to a location. Swatting incidents have occurred at more than 500 U.S. schools over the past year. The trend has also struck the White House and politicians. Prosecutors allege that Fillion targeted high schools, historically black colleges and universities, mosques, and hundreds of other places over the past two years. This week, a judge in Florida found that there was enough evidence to jail him. Prosecutors say that Fillion's swatting calls endangered officers and his targets. If he's convicted, Fillion faces 65 years in prison. Number four. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin apologized for not disclosing his cancer diagnosis. You might remember some of these details from last month. Austin was hospitalized on January 1st following complications from surgery to treat prostate cancer. But he didn't tell President Biden or the Pentagon about it for days. That caused a political firestorm. And it triggered a debate over what right, if any, top cabinet officials have to keep serious medical problems private. Yesterday, Austin faced the media for the first time since his hospitalization. I want to be crystal clear. We did not handle this right, and I did not handle this right. 
I should have told the president about my cancer diagnosis. I should have also told my team and the American public. And I take full responsibility. I apologize to my teammates and to the American people. Austin also said that his diagnosis was a gut punch that left him shaken. Several reviews into how Austin handled his hospitalization are underway. Number five, scientists found a major clue about why most autoimmune patients are women. An international team led by scientists at Stanford University has discovered a probable explanation for a decades-old biological mystery. That is, why do vastly more women than men suffer from autoimmune diseases, such as lupus and rheumatoid arthritis? Women actually account for about 80% of the people with autoimmune diseases. In a new paper published yesterday, scientists offered new evidence about a possible reason for this discrepancy. They say it may be because a molecule that's found in women, called EXIST, is a major culprit in these diseases. Women typically have two X chromosomes, and the molecule plays a role in them. But it also triggers a chemical response in people that's a hallmark of autoimmune diseases. According to the researchers, understanding this molecule better could lead to new treatments and tests that catch autoimmune diseases sooner. Number six, introducing Apple Vision Pro. The era of spatial computing is here. Apple's $3,499 Vision Pro headset officially goes on sale today. This is basically a computer you wear on your face. You can use it to watch movies, play video games, and make calls. It's Apple's first major new product in nearly a decade and the company claims it will reshape the way we work, play, and share moments with the people we love. But before you rush out and spend thousands of dollars on one, read some reviews to make sure it's the right device for you. Our tech team found it impressive, but a bit awkward to wear. And be warned, it could also be a privacy nightmare. Our tech columnist said it collects more data than any other personal device he's ever seen. And at number seven, an ancient Egyptian pyramid is getting a makeover. This week, Egypt's Ministry of Tourism and Antiquities announced a plan to give one of the country's most famous pyramids a new look. They want to restore granite blocks that once made up the exterior of the Pyramid of Menkora, the smallest of the three main pyramids of Giza. Officials say this will make this unusual pyramid look more like it did when it was built around 2490 BC. They say it was the only one of the country's 124 or so pyramids with granite external cladding. But perhaps unsurprisingly, archaeologists are pretty horrified by the plan. Some said the attempt at restoration was more like a desecration and accused the officials of trying to lure more tourists to Egypt. If you want to see the pyramid before it gets its makeover, check out the video in our newsletter. There's a link to that in our show notes. That's the show for this week. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, rate the show and leave us a review. Or if you have a hot take about what we can do better, send us an email at the7pod at washpost.com. That's the number seven. The assistant producer of The Seven is Taylor White. The staff writers are me and Jamie Ross. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by Christina Quinn. Copy editing by Francis Moody and Melissa No. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Garish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. 
I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll meet you back here on Monday. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.